All right, I'm about to get started in just a few minutes. I'm going to be teaching tonight out of the Esoteria Apostolic College of Biblical Studies. These, many of you have been inquiring about them. Um, I have not officially opened enrollment yet. I am just um, just releasing some free classes just to kind of let you all gauge whether that's something you want to do. Um, I find that people jump into things head on and then back out. And so we want to be a little bit more <coughs> mindful about some of the things that we get involved in and just you know make sure that that's what you want to do before you make a commitment I'm a firm believer in saying what you mean and mean what you say and so I'm providing these classes um, free of charge <laughs> and um, just as a um, gift to the body right um, so tonight I'm going to be talking about um, how faith activates prophetic decrees I know that we're in a new year season. I know that God is doing some phenomenal things. Some of you have received prophetic words already. Some of you are still manifesting um, words from last year. I'm trying to share this to my church page too. And um, some of you have received some new prophetic words. And all that's wonderful, provided that God has truly spoken. Um, so we want to help you uh, determine what, what that process looks like to get those words manifested for you alright so let's go ahead and get started so again we're talking about this is this is would fall under the school of prophetic ministry you don't have to be a prophet but as a believer you certainly should be able to prophesy if you feel saved and filled with the Holy Spirit then you have the ability to prophesy you just need to be able to put that um, you need to be able to um, you know get into a good Bible teaching church submit yourself to a um, you know someone who is graced and gifted in that area submit yourself to the Holy Spirit live a clean life and um, the Lord will do some phenomenal things through you so it's not hard okay you just need to live, live a submitted life so we're going to talk about how faith activates prophetic decrees uh, many of you um, are familiar with the story of Mary and Gabriel uh, we just come out of a Christmas season and I'm sure many ministries have um, <coughs> you know have put on plays and um, taught sermons and things of that nature surrounding the Christmas story and how the angel Gabriel approached Mary but this uh, story between Mary and Gabriel is it's got to be one of the most prophetic one of the most prolific examples of how the prophetic works and so I'm gonna pull on that tonight I didn't want to bring anything too complicated um, the text is coming from Luke chapter 1 I believe it begins at verse 26 through verse 38 I'm not going to read all of that to you, but I certainly want you to be able to have that to um, go back and reference it at a later time. Um, several things I want you to pay attention to in my bullets here is pay attention to time and location. Remember, we're talking about how you can activate these prophetic decrees. You've got the word released over you. God has spoken. And now you want to be in a place with God to where that word can come to pass. And so there are two things that hinge upon um, that the manifestation of your prophetic word you need to be you need to <laughs> you need to be aligned with God's timing and you need to also be mindful of location um, the two things that were mentioned here that I pulled out in terms of time and location is Gabriel was released to Mary in the sixth month the Bible was very specific about the time of year the timing so when you see that that clues you in that okay there was something that God intended to happen within a certain space of time so when you're receiving prophetic words you need to understand that as well 
that there are things God expects to manifest and 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 uh, be activated or be um, to take place at a certain time. You don't have all day to get some of this stuff done. Certain prophetic words are timed, and so with this one, and of course we know the story with Jesus and all of that. You have to understand that God was very uh, intentional about timing and so when that angel was released to get to um, uh, Mary at the sixth month remember go look at the backstory if you read up further in the um, uh, previous verses in Luke 1 there was the there was just a similar visitation to Elizabeth and Zachariah right and so what happened with that they had a baby boy so six months later so you, you see that God these two events were intended to be collaborative these two events, Elizabeth's birthing, or let's say prophetic manifestation, and Mary's prophetic manifestation. These two events were intended to be collaborative. And so you have to be mindful when you are receiving prophetic words. Your prophetic word, in some cases, may be a collaborative uh, to someone else's. In other words, what God is doing in you may also be married to what God is doing with somebody else that's not always the case but in this case with Mary and Elizabeth they were connected and you don't have to be in the same church you don't have to be in the same town <coughs> excuse me you don't have to be in the same region we don't listen who can fathom the mind of God right what God is doing in you God may be doing some of the very similar things and somebody clean across your country I've, I've got people from Italy following me I don't even speak Italian don't speak a lick of it right but my being obedience to the timing of God to release words on my podcast is reaching people across the world so my timing and being obedient I and I may never know in Mary and Elizabeth's case we know they cause each other's babies to leap so we see that collaboration we see the consummation of that but there may be people that as your prophetic word is manifesting and they are connected to the manifestation of that word you may never know the fruit of that you may never know now later on you find that John was the forerunner you know he was the evangelist and he prepared the way the prophetic forerunner he prepared the way um, so understand this sometimes we can be very narrow-minded um, and I say this to those, to those of you who are prophets as well. Um, I teach my prophets, those who God has um, assigned to my life, is understand the responsibility that comes along with prophesying over people. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't teach my people to, you know, just point out and give these blanket prophecies. Yeah, there are times when God is speaking to a corporate audience, but there are also times that God is speaking to individuals, and it's going to be detailed, it's going to be specific, it's going to be purpose-filled, and, uh, and 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 it's going it, to, it, it's not just for them. That manifestation of that prophetic word is not just going to benefit them. There's somebody or some bodies who are involved or who are going to be affected by that manifested manifested word. So I don't teach prophets to you know. The, get ready in three days a new car new house we're, we're kingdom prophets new covenant prophets we have the mind of Christ right for the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ so we're talking about things that matter to the kingdom because listen as you seek the kingdom Matthew 6 33 right everything else is going to be added so we're, we're not chasing houses and cars and platforms as you seek the kingdom and the righteousness of God <clears throat> all of these things will be added to you so you don't ever have to seek for these things. Matter of fact, I've got a lesson I'm working on now is uh, how to avoid illegal prayers because some of the things that the, some of the body of Christ um, 
things that we're praying for God has already made them available to us so you're asking for something that God has already given to you so it's not a matter of God I need it's a matter of God how do I access it and so I'm, I'm working on that and we'll bring that to you at a later time but at any rate when we talk about faith activating prophetic decree and we're talking about moving into a dimension of much more mature um, a more mature understanding of how this prophetic thing operate you know a lot of folks have made mockery of it they've made a circus of it and to the point some folks despise the prophets <laughs> and I'll be honest I, some people I'm like you know what just don't even worry about it I don't you know I got a word for you woman no I'm good and you hate to be like that and I'm saying it as a prophet that teach prophets but you hate to be like that but then there's some people who have abused and misused and have brought a disgrace to the prophetic ministry but nevertheless God still has men and women of God who are um sober-minded and who have a grace to raise that thing up right so here going back to Luke chapter 26 verse 38 and we're looking at the relationship between the angel Gabriel who brought the word to Mary and we're looking at first of all time and location when God releases a prophetic word to you uh, and it's coming from a true prophet okay let me just lay that foundation this is a true prophet somebody who has spent time in the presence and in the counsel of God and they're bringing a word to you understand that there are two things happening number one there's a time and then there's a location there's a location first of all there's a place you have to be in first of all to receive that word looking at Mary the Bible is very specific I love how the scriptures pull this out the Bible is very specific about and I think I, I included that here yeah he's very the scriptures um, are very specific in the six <coughs> excuse me in the sixth month so we got timing happening here, right? We got timing happening here, and we've got um, the timing is very specific. The sixth month, who? The angel Gabriel. Listen to this, y'all. Was sent from God. You, some of you need to ask these prophets. Who sent you? Listen, did your you are, uh, do you need a bill paid? Are you trying to prove yourself? Who sent you? What what force? What spirit? What's motivating your 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 word? let's just have that conversation um but in the sixth month the angel was sent listen to galilee to a city in galilee named nazareth very very specific details if mary was in chicago she would have missed it if she was in new york city she would have missed it so i firmly believe that there are places realms in the physical realms that we need to be in so that we can be in position for when that word is coming to be released because listen the timing is important and the place the location is important so you may find yourself you may find the Lord speaking to you and saying go here right now or in two days go here or what have you and you see that even through scripture right Jesus said I've got to go here and different ones I've got to go here I'm on my way there you need to be very sensitive about being in the right place at the right time for when these words uh, life-changing and life-altering words are being released some of us have missed seasons some of us have missed direction some of us have missed God I mean just just missed him with our eyes wide shut because we were unwilling to move when God said move we were unwilling to go that extra mile <clears throat> I don't feel like going why do I have to do this and and we we've, we've allowed excuses and laziness to block our obedience in terms of being in that place uh, of time and location so it was it was expedient for Mary as a young woman now think about this now as a young woman engaged at the time but she was she had 
she had enough insight and enough integrity. I love that word. She had enough integrity about herself that even though she was at liberty to be many other places, she knew uh, instinctively how to be still. She knew how to wait. She knew how to be led to go here, led to go there. And so by her being instinctively um, submitted to the Holy Spirit, even before the dispensation of the Holy Spirit, but she knew how to wait. There was something, the Bible even Gabriel said, she had an excellent spirit. Some people have an excellent spirit, and, and it will actually annoy you sometimes because you're like, you know, and I know a few people like that, and I love them, but they, they don't move, I, you know, and, and I'm, I'm trying to cultivate that in my own life, but they don't make movements until they've heard from God. I mean, I don't care what you say, what you offer, they just, they're like, you know what, let me pray about it, or let me get back to you. And, and they'll ponder that thing just to make sure that they're not moving ahead of time because there are sinister spirits, people of God, that will lure you and draw you out of your time and your location and will cause you to sabotage your own thing. So be very, very um, uh, careful about that. <coughs> Excuse me. Very careful about that. This angel was sent to Galilee, a city of Galilee named Nazareth. God knows exactly where you are. God knew where David was. God knew where Saul was. God knew where Elijah was. God knew he knows he knew where Abraham was. God knows where you are. Okay? So let's try to um let's try to reframe our thoughts surrounding did God forget about me? How long do I have to deal with this Lord? Do you see me? Let's stop. Let's just let's just in this in 2022, which I hate to put a date on the message, but let's move away from those types of prayers and those types of conversations and let's be uh, faith filled that God does know where we are and 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 know that excuse me <coughs> as he is grooming you and as he is preparing you and training you sometimes God will have you hidden and that's a thing that you know a lot of folks don't want to talk about because everybody wants to be seen but there are times when God will hide you to preserve you for your set time just like he hid in the days of Elijah, in the days of uh, Jezebel's warfare against the prophets. Obadiah had an assignment to hide the prophets. These days you try to hide the prophets, they will fight you. They will accuse you of shutting down the anointing, being jealous, and you trying to block me. Listen, they will fight you. Because some, some people misunderstand the importance of those hidden seasons. Where you are not prepared for the warfare that comes with that assignment. God has not graced you with that yet. So even with that prophetic word that you receive, it doesn't necessarily mean you're ready to be thrust out there. The Bible says that Samuel anointed David. What did David do? He went right back to the field. It wasn't time for David to go knock on Saul's door and say, can I have the keys to the house? It was not time for that. Amen. So there are still skill sets that God is developing in us. You know, at some time, some folks are ready to run. Like when Elijah anointed Elisha, he was ready to go, right? He said, let me go ahead and take care of my business. Elijah was like, hey, whatever, I'm out of here, right? Because Elijah knew his time was coming to an end. And that's a whole nother message, y'all. End of life stuff for, for prophetic people. Anyway, um, but Elijah knew, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I, I did what God told me to do. I'm not going to wait around for you. And you'll find some prophets, especially, listen, I thank you, Holy Ghost, especially prophets who understand their timing. Whether they know their time is up on the earth or whether they know their time is up in a certain assignment, they will not play with you. They will not pity pat you. They will not uh, uh, pastor you and pat you. They will tell you what they said, thus said the Lord and you can love it, lick it, like it or whatever and they're out. 
because they, they, they realize there are other things, um, more pressing matters of the kingdom that they've got to attend to. And so with Elijah, Elijah understood that, hey, I, you know, <laughs> I'm going through some mind battles right now. I'm tired. Elijah was just tired. Can we just say that? He was tired. And so God said, get up, Elijah. What are you doing here? And that's a whole other conversation. Go and um, anoint, uh, what was that boy, uh, um, the other prophet. But at any rate, his successor was to be Elisha. He went to Elisha. He knew exactly where to find Elisha. Where was Elisha? Working. He went straight to the field. Are you hearing God? God will find you. I don't care if you're doing somebody's hair. I don't care if you're making cornbread. I don't care if you're up under somebody's roof, somebody's hood of their car. When is, time, when is your time? God will find you. So stop tripping. Stop accusing people of trying to hold you back. Can't nobody hold. Who can stop the power of God? Nobody can stop the power of God. Not even a demon. Amen. So, so you know, again, reframe your mind and get away from that type of thought. Those types of thoughts. And, and learn how to get into a place where you believe in God. That wherever I am, he can find me when he needs me. Um, so back to uh, Galilee and Nazareth. If Mary was not in Gal uh, Galilee, there would have been another Mary. And, you know, we had about three of them during Jesus' time. There would have been a, a whole other Mary or a Dolores or a, a Keisha or, you know what I'm saying? Jesus' mama would have been named somebody else. It just, it would not have been her. However, she was the set when she was the one that God had chosen. And because she was in place, she received that threefold. There was a threefold prophetic blessing that came on top of her birth in the Messiah. We'll talk about that a little bit. So... Um, to a virgin, a spouse to a man. Look at the details, how the scripture keys in. Gabriel knew where she was. Listen, my God, he knew who she was engaged to. Jesus, that'll preach, right? So even the people that we're in relationship with, God know and listen, God knows it, and even that can factor into your time and location. Are you hearing God on that? The people you are in relationship, because she was in relationship. <coughs> excuse me with David because she was in relationship with David she was housed in a certain place and 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 there was no need for her to wander or wonder I'm gonna say that again because she was in relationship with David the Bible says she was housed are y'all hearing she in other words there was establishment and there was um, uh, stability because she was housed all right so, again, we're not talking about folk here today, gone tomorrow. You see and so-so? No, I ain't seen them. Uh-uh. Everybody knows where she is. And so, there are many of us, and I know things have happened. I know, listen, life happens. You know, I, listen, I can write books on it. Life happens. And sometimes things can draw, draw you and drive you. But you've got to find a place of establishment. You know what I'm saying? You've got to, you got to find a place where you can be housed. The Bible said that angel was sent to this woman who was in relationship with David, uh, excuse me, Joseph, and housed. And then he calls her by her name. So all those factors, first of all, are you in the right place? Let me back up. First of all, are you aligned with time? Are you in the right place? Are you in the right relationship? Are you properly housed? And then we'll identify you. You know, then we can have conversation. All right. So let me just seal this part, move a little bit, move further prophecy is going to intersect time and place spiritually and naturally the spiritual timing of it was 
Gabriel had just left Zechariah and Elizabeth. Y'all know the story. If you don't read it, Zechariah she had some faith issues, and God said, "Okay, I gotta, I, I'm gonna fix that for you. You ain't even got to worry. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about it. I'm gonna shut your mouth up, and and until you can believe, then you can speak. And that's a whole nother message. But the visitation had already taken place, and so the angel waited six months. I, I, let me say this because I'm hearing God on this too. Some of us feel like. Oh, I've, I've heard people say, if I don't do this, you know, I, I'm going to die or I'm going to, you know, just they just feel like a almost a delirious kind of pressure around releasing a prophetic word. You really don't have to do that. You don't have to put yourself through a delirious pressure to release a word. Always operate in God's timing because, listen, I'm, I, I believe that these discussions were already had in heaven it wasn't as if when gabriel finished with elizabeth he went back and god said oh by the way six months later go down to mary's house no i believe that conversation was already had and i believe it was gabriel's obedience that knew how to wait sometimes those of you who are prophets and prophetic people even though god reveals a prophetic word to you wait on the timing of god to release that word just because I heard God say, or God showed me, or I seen, just because you've had that experience with that prophetic word does not necessarily mean it's time to, <clears throat> to release it. Gabriel, let's just let's just say this for a minute. Let's say that Gabriel got the prophetic word for Mary, excuse me, Elizabeth, and then the minute he left Elizabeth and shut Zachariah's mouth down, he goes straight to Mary. Now, let me just, I'm, I'm going to walk this whole scenario out and show you how this can look. The chaos that it can cause. And many of you, some of you, I know I have, have experienced releasing a prophetic word or receiving a prophetic word before it's time. And you will find, I've seen people, God knows I've seen people and it's heartbreaking. I've seen people try to fit that word into their life and it's not even a space for it yet. Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. That prophetic word has a place. You can't force it to fit. Well, so-and-so told me it's time to write a book. What I'm going to write on, then it's not time yet. Just know, okay, in, in the season to come, I'm going to release a book. Or I'm going to release a message. Or I'm going to write a song or whatever. Because everybody's writing books right now. But I'm, whatever your thing is. I'm just saying, don't, don't fill yourself with panic and that delirious pressure to try to birth that thing out. Wait. Just because you got the word doesn't mean you got to do it right now. Learn how to wait on God. So that again, like David, so you have this when you when you're ready for that season, you have everything you need properly equipped and skilled. So if Gabriel had had a, if he had have approached Mary as soon as he had left uh, uh, Elizabeth, all kinds of things would have gone through her mind. And then it would have been chaos. Number one, it just wouldn't have worked. <laughs> the womb wouldn't even been ready, right? It was. It took six months just to prepare her womb for what the Holy Spirit was going to do. So you got to allow God to, like with Mary, allow God the space to prepare the womb of the person you're releasing that word to. I've seen prophets give accurate word, and I know I'm my spirit bear witness. I'm saying to myself, yeah, God is saying that, but the person they released the word to is not receiving it. Not that the prophet was false, but the prophet's timing was off. And so sometimes you can find, your, find yourself as a prophet. People can label you as a false prophet. Even though you're given a true word, <coughs> you truly heard God, but your timing was off. And so I've seen it. I'm like, man, that, that God is saying that, but boy, their timing is jacked up. 
right? And, and so it's like you got a fight on your hands. That you 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 a self-inflicted, self-declared um, war now because you you ran being presumptuous, you know, being overzealous, and because God said, God said, God said, along with God said find out the timing okay so prophecy is going to intersect with time and place spiritually and naturally so make sure you stay aligned those of you who are receiving prophetic prophecy and those of us who are giving prophetic you know make sure you stay aligned too so you know the difference between yes I heard God but now Lord when alright a lot of times I like to mention when God gave the word to Daniel the end times Daniel prophesied heli uh, he prophesied airplanes Daniel prophesied the increase of knowledge people running to a fro the internet Daniel prophesied <coughs> excuse me Daniel prophesied all of that and then God said seal up the book Daniel saw Cleopatra he saw Alexander the Great he saw great wars the prophet Daniel the boy was bad he was bad but there were times when God said seal the book Daniel in other words, it's not time. Even in the book of Revelation, you will find the angels. It was certain seasons when the seals would be broken. That there are certain not there are certain bases of knowledge that God uh, has has set times for them to be released. So when we talk about activating faith, let's look at the fact that the prophetic word does not have to make sense. When Gabriel approached um, uh, uh, Mary. And, and you know said you know woman you're mighty uh, uh, favor, highly favored of the Lord and so forth um, that did not make sense to her he's telling her that you about the Holy Spirit wants to um, God you're gonna have a child and she said to him how can this be right so there are sometimes that prophetic word is going to come to you and it, listen you're gonna feel disqualified <clears throat> you're gonna feel uh, that you don't have the right support you're going to feel, you know, are you ready for the warfare? Because we're going to talk about that in a minute. Don't think you're just going to birth and be wonderful. <laughs> you're going to have to go through some things. Because the second heavens, the prince of the power of the air, uh, they're going to fight you. And so, again, this is why timing is so important. Um, you know, you need to be prepared for relationship shifts. You're going to need to be prepared for certain doors to close in your face. But along with that, there are blessings. Heaven will partner with you because what for what God... Uh, guides he provides heaven will partner with you and Emmanuel means God is with us so just know that as you're releasing prophetic words over people and uh, and you're giving them the whole counsel of the of the word help them to understand that help them to understand what that process is going to look like so they don't drop the baby yeah I believe in my whole heart that there are many prophetic promises that people have abandoned and have cast to the wayside because when the process began to hit and you got to, as prophets, you got to understand, you have to help your people understand the process of prophetic um, fulfillment. I think I have a YouTube teaching on that. Help people, under, don't just tell them, get ready, God is going to do this. Get ready three days. I see a new job. I see a new spot. Don't just, get, yeah, give people that. But help them prepare for the process so they don't abandon it. Do you know what Mary had to endure to, to, to birth this manifestation? The Bible says she was on the back of a camel. They, it was during a time of a census. She was riding the back of a camel. Now, listen, I have given natural birth to five children. And I'm telling you, I had a hard time riding the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now you now you put that on for, to, and put some meat on the bones for a minute. And you think about a woman being fully pregnant, right? The womb is right. And she's on the back of a camel. Do you know what a camel looks like? This is not a smooth walk, people of God. And so you've got to prepare your people that you're ministering to when you are giving them prophetic words help them 
understand what the process of prophetic fulfillment looks like. Prepare them for the warfare. Prepare them for the quote unquote bumpy ride. Please give them that so that when the trouble hit and the, the arrows by day and the warfare at night, so they don't throw the thing to the side and say, you know what, God, forget it. It's too much. I don't want it. Find somebody else. Do them that favor. You labored in the presence of God to get the word. Heaven is partnered with you to use your brain and use your mouth to give them the word. Go a step further and bless the hearers of that prophetic word, the people you're ministering to, and help prepare them for the battle. Prepare them. So let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about what this whole process looked like for Mary and what it looks like for you and what it looks like for me. Okay? Let's put ourselves in Mary's shoes for a minute. Number one, that prophetic word does not have to make sense. I have received many prophetic words in my life. I've had a nap this afternoon, and, and God was even still speaking to me. And, yeah, some of what God is saying to you is, is and it's supposed to stretch you. So if it's something you can do on your own, you really don't need faith, do you? So it, that, that prophetic word will require your faith to grow to manifest the prophecy. So it's going to stretch you. It's going to be something that you've never imagined, you never fathomed, you never seen yourself doing. And that person, the word of the Lord comes to you and the Lord is saying this and so forth. And you're like, me? What? what? Really? So it's not going to make sense. Just understand that. Okay? It's not going to make sense. How can this be, Mary said, since I know not a man? And that's our response. Lord, how can this how can you how can this be? And I don't have a business degree. I don't have a building. I don't my credit is jacked up. I don't have a car. I just got out of jail. I've got uh kids running crazy. I mean, you know, whatever your 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 how can this be thing is, we all have a how can this be? How can this be? I don't know a man. How can this be? I don't have any money. How can this be? Nobody likes me. Whatever your how can this be, we all have that. We all have those limitations and we all have those barriers. You know, we all have those things we struggle with. So it's okay. It's part of that stretching faith process. It's going to happen. It's okay. You're going to feel disqualified. You're going to feel, first of all, I don't have a man. And that's one of the first, that, that's going to hit. It's going to hit you. It happened with Moses. I stutter. I don't speak right. <laughs> that's one of the first things that's going to roll off your tongue and come tumbling out of your brain is you want to tell God your limitations. Like you really going to tell God something about you that he doesn't know. Like God, you are you sure because you know I'm I'd study a little bit. I don't know why you, you know. He knows that. All of that has been he's already weighed that in the balance. So you're going to feel disqualified again because you're going to have to stretch your faith to manifest what God is doing. The next thing, you may have to birth this thing by yourself. Remember what happened with Mary? When Mary told um uh Joseph <laughs> that she was pregnant by the Holy Ghost. I mean, come on, y'all. You can't. First of all, don't even try that. That don't work. That was one time only. That that was it. So you can't you can't pull that today. But think about how unusual some of this sounds to people who have not had that same uh, uh, um, conversation with God. They weren't there. They didn't hear the word. They didn't. They weren't at the conference. They weren't in the room with you. And so now here you are trying to convey the message God gave you with somebody. And they're like, what? He wasn't trying to hear that. What do you mean you pregnant from the Holy Ghost? Who does that? Well, you know, I really? And so, you know, you may have to, there may be people who will question what God said to you. They will question, are you sure you're hearing God? They will question, can you really do this? So be prepared or help prepare your people 
for times when they may have to birth it by themselves. Now we know the Holy Spirit, God the Father himself went after Joseph and check that brother. God dealt with him in a dream. Go back and fix it. Right? So, um, and, and but even still, she birthed it alone. Her mama wasn't there. Her daddy, there wasn't no baby shower. Nobody brought no pampers. You know, so during that, you still may have to birth your baby alone. You know what I'm saying? In a different environment, around different relationships or what have you. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for the warfare. God knows you're going to go through the warfare. People talked about her. The Bible said Joseph sought to put her away privately. Why? They were, people wasn't going to, they were going to kill her. They were going to stone her. And so sometimes there's a warfare where the enemy will release war, uh, 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 attacks against your mind, attacks against your money, attacks against your relationship, attacks against your health, attacks against your business, your career. When you end that process, that's why I'm, I'm so glad I... I, I, I got to find that teaching somewhere. The process of prophetic fulfillment. It's messy. And I'm telling you, if you if you have not been prepared for it, you, there will be the tendency to shut it down. Like, God, I, I'm done. Forget it. I'm, I'm, I can't do this. It's too hard. It's, it's just too hard, right? Um, and she didn't have the Holy Spirit like we do. At least we can pray and speak in tongues and get around a good prayer warrior and get up on a good uh, kind of glory song or something. <laughs> help us, you know, process and defrock and get delivered. She didn't have that. She did not have that. So we need to be prepared for the warfare. The enemy is going to fight you. Don't wonder. Put a period behind it. Like the young people say, period. The enemy is going to fight you for this thing you are carrying. Okay? So be prepared for it. Know that God is going to see you through. Know that God is going to carry you through. But don't be naive. It's going to happen. And you don't know where it's coming from. Alright? Relationship shifts. People are going to leave. Folks are going to leave you. What happened when Joseph went through his thing? His whole family kicked him out. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That boy, they tried to kill him. So you're going to see some relationship shifts. You're going to see people coming. You're going to see people going. And you're going to see probably more people going than coming. Because, in, number one, you're in a very um, precarious situation. And so God is not, first of all, going to allow a whole lot of people to put their hands on you. I mean that spiritually and naturally. He's, he's going to protect you and shield you and head you about. So he, there's not, you're not going to have a whole lot of folk in, with you in this season. Okay, now you will have connections after the fact, but when you're in this birthing thing and the travailing thing, you're not going to have a whole, lot of, a whole lot of folks. So if you need a whole lot of people to validate you and make you feel important, this is going to be a real rough season for you. It's going to be very rough. Um, you're going to battle rejection. You're going to battle orphan spirits. You're going to battle, battle orphanhood spirit. You, you're going to battle bastard spirit. You're going to feel alone. Nobody like me. God was wrong. You, I'm telling you, you're going to really go through it. If, if that's something that you, that you struggle with. If you need to be around a lot of people. If numbers make you feel important. Um, that season of relationship shifts is going to be a big problem for you. I, I, you know, I'm just saying. You need to know that. Okay. Um, Joseph wanted to leave. And he did. <laughs> and God went and brought him back. I'm sure many other people leave. The Bible doesn't record it, but we don't see a whole lot of folk around her now, do we? No. We also see God shifted her from her to, uh, home to being with Elizabeth. So we see even in that season, God shifted her with somebody who could help watch over her. Listen, to someone who, was, who had gone through the same thing she went through. Elizabeth had warfare in her home with her husband. 
This man, you, all these years we waited for God, we serve you a priest in the temple, and you got the nerve to question God and laugh and, and mock and, and really, brother? <laughs> you know? So Elizabeth had issues with they were having marital issues too, right? And and so um so God sent Mary to someone who had walked that same beaten path. And so you'll find relationship shifts in your season where you're connecting to folk who've been there, done that. Come here, baby, let me tell you, yeah. Folks gonna go crazy, they're gonna flip on you, but you'll be fine. Sit down, here, drink some water you want. They will help you, they will mentor you through it, they'll counsel you through it, they will pray you through it. They'll help. that doesn't necessarily mean a relationship is gonna last forever. It may or may not. We don't know what the destiny of that thing is, but we do know that you will find yourself kind of gravitating toward those who will help you in that season. So you will see some relationship shifts. You're gonna find folk leaving, and you're gonna find folk coming, and you find your you're gonna find yourself shifting too. It's a part of the process. So don't don't freak out. Don't lose your mind. It's a part of the process. And the more you understand it, and that's what has helped me, is the more you understand how it works, then the more grace you have to go through it. And listen, the more apt you are to cooperate with God. You're not fighting God and everything is a devil and I bind and lose. Honey, you can't bind and lose process. Process is process. And there were no demons involved here, so don't bring them in. <laughs> These are all human relationships that we're dealing with at this time. There were no demons involved. All right, uh, Even the warfare was human warfare. So, or relationship warfare. So, the next point is prepare for doors to close. Remember, she was trying to get birth, and they said there's no room in the inn. So you'll find some doors closed. You may find opportunities at once will open to you. Now people are acting funny, you know. And and listen, it is what it is. God will harden people's hearts. And and again, some of this you can't even take personal. When I was young in the Lord, and I would, you know, was going through the process, and you know, I just couldn't understand. Well, I thought we was close. I thought so and so so. And then I learned later on. I learned, and God was like, I didn't want you connected with that. In that season and I was like oh you know what I'm saying it makes sense their place God didn't want her to get birth in somebody's house let now that'll preach there's some places you're trying to go lay up and get birth at, and God was like nah it's unclean it's unsanitary the midwives is, is crafty and witchy <laughs> you know God was like no you trying to connect with somebody and God was like no mm -mm. and so he will harden their heart like he did Pharaoh uh, and say no we, we mm -mm. there's no room here sorry and here you are big and pregnant they can see you in need but God is hardening heart that they're not um, in position to supply that need for you at that time so go with God the next point, prepare for unexpected blessings. Now, by this time, Mary gets to the open field, right? And and, and we know the story. She's out in the in the in the, in the uh, farmers, um, in the outdoors, and and she's giving birth. But guess what? The angels are there. The presence of the Lord is there. And shepherds found her. Wise men, people found her to be a blessing. So even in those seasons when you feel like God, I'm out here by myself. Lord, I don't have no help. I'm giving birth. You said this is what you're doing in my life. I don't have nobody celebrating me. I don't have nobody announcing my next new season. You listen, I don't have, I got to wrap my baby in swaddling clothes. <coughs> I don't even have a blanket. I don't have a website. I don't have a Facebook page. I mean, you know, whatever your swaddling blanket is, whatever you need to wrap you up and make you feel nice and cozy, you don't have that. You may not have that, but in that, God will make sure. Remember I said, what God guides, he provides. The right people will be there for you. Mary didn't want for nothing. The baby Jesus didn't want for anything. 
gold, frankincense, myrrh, the angels celebrating, shepherds, it brought everything she needed was right there. So in those seasons when you feel like people have abandoned you, you feel like people have overlooked you, you feel like you've been relegated to the back, what you're doing in Christ and what you're doing in the kingdom is not important. Don't even worry about, listen, because there are people that you, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but you're expecting affirmation, confirmation, validation from folk who God has not put, he, God has not even put it in this spirit to even look your way. And here you are making all this noise, jumping up and down, trying to be seen, and God has not given them vision for you. He's just not, for whatever reason, I don't know what that reason is, but he's not giving them vision for you. And so the Lord is saying, I have birthed this thing in you. I have released this word. That's my seed that you carry. And I, listen, I'm a good father. I'm a good, good father. And I'm going to provide. And the people that you're looking to, to nurse you, to uphold you, to provide space for you. And God has shut those doors. God said, because I'm redirecting you and I'm routing you. And he's detouring you for such a time as this. Because there's certain places God doesn't want that baby birth. And there's certain people uh, of whom God doesn't want your baby birthed around. He don't want them birthed around that. I'm telling you, different ministries <clears throat> that I have birthed, I have birthed them in some of the most painful seasons in my life. And as I'm saying that, the reality of it just sat on me. I almost have tears in my eyes. But I have some of the greatest, and I don't say great by man's terms, I say greatest by the kingdom's terms because man's mathematics and kingdom mathematics are totally different. But some of the greatest breakthroughs I've ever experienced in life, business, and ministry has been also some of the most painful seasons of my life. Wasn't nobody there. Nobody. You know, and the ones who were there, God, you know, they, God only gave them just a limited, just a, a, a slither of, a, uh, of an understanding. Why? Not that anything was wrong with them. But because God did not want me leaning on their own understanding. God wanted me to lean on him. And so you will find for those <clears throat> to the degree of the powerful thing that you are birthing. I'm telling you the more intense each of these steps I just outlined for you is going to be more intense. Now there's some folk you know they get a prophecy and boom tomorrow is manifest. And I'm looking at them like. Wow, that must be amazing. But then when you look at the weight of it, you think about it. The Bible talks about when um, Rebecca was pregnant with the twins. The Bible says she was at war. You don't hear any other uh, mother in the Bible that went through war in her womb except Rebecca. And why? Because she had nations. And so there's some of you that have war in the womb. And, 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 and you're, you're, you're battling. I preached some message years ago. Battling and birthing. You are battling and you're birthing. Because of the, 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 the nations that are in your womb. You, you, are, you are a heavy carrier. A heavy carrier. And so for this process, even though it looks like I got my little cute bullet points and my nice little activate graphic, but for to the degree of what you're carrying, these bullets are going to be much more profound and much more intense. You will still get through it. I don't care how, how intense the battle is. You're still going to get through it. Can't nothing stop you. Can't nothing stop you. But you also have to be prepared for it, people of God, so that you don't miscarry, you don't abort, and you don't... Um, give premature birth there are some because the battles were so intense they were like I, god i'm I, I just can't and they miscarry right there i told you about how mary was on the back of that camel it was the grace and the strength of god that carried her through that bumpy ride some people don't have the stamina to go through that one bump they miscarry 
one bump I'm ready to, to give it up they are ready to abort so you got to understand that for what you're carrying it, it, there's going to be pain involved in that people of God there's going to be relationship pain involved there's going to be financial pain involved there's going to be uh, conflict pain involved you know what I'm saying movement pain involved but you got to stay true to the course all right moving on down I'm just about done praise God so as we reflect, and again, this is one of my um, courses, classes in the um, Soteria Apostolic College of Biblical Studies. Again, I have not launched this school yet um, because I'm just still waiting on some, again, waiting on direction. Some folks just run with the vision, you know, but the Bible also said wait, right? Sometimes you have to wait and you have to tarry with some things. So I'm in that kind of tarrying process. Then I'll run with it. Um, but in the meanwhile, I am just doing teaching classes free of charge. Um, definitely be a blessing by sowing a seed. Um, but, you know, I'm just putting it out there so that if you do decide to commit to it, you know what to expect. Because I don't, this is my teaching style and it's been this way for 20 years almost. It, that's just, it's just who I am. Um, so as a reflection, I want you to think about when you receive prophetic words or for those of you releasing prophetic words, consider time and location. Okay. Consider the blessings that goes above and beyond the manifestation of the prophecy. It wasn't just Mary giving birth to Jesus. Yeah, that was powerful. But look at how she was blessed. There was a threefold blessing I talked about. He said, um, woman, you are highly blessed. He said, you are highly favored the Lord, highly blessed, and God is with you. That's in Luke 1, 26 through, I think, 38. Look at the three different blessings that Gabriel pronounced over Mary's life in addition to her giving birth to Jesus. So I want you to understand this. The blessing is not just what, is not just the fruit in your womb. That's good. That is a blessing. But listen to me. That's a blessing for the nations. That ain't no, your job is to carry it, execute it, birth it out, and, and govern it, and manage it. That's your job. And it's to be a blessing to the nations. But the blessing for you, carrier of the glory, carrier of the anointing, the blessing for you is that threefold blessing. You are highly favored of the Lord. You are blessed by the Lord. And um, God is with you. So there's a threefold blessing to those um, who carry those babies to term. And Gabriel prophetically pronounced it even before Mary told him yes. Because he, they knew she, heaven knew she was going to say yes. Right? So he pronounced that blessing over her even before she said, Be it unto me, even as you have said. Okay? So consider when you're in your warfare, when folks are flipping and acting crazy, your name is twisted, Mary's name was twisted, they called her everything but a child of God. Prepare for that, people of God. Prepare for that. It, there's a messy side of manifesting prophecy that nobody wants to talk about. And this is why you find so many people that are, have abandoned prophecies. They don't believe in the prophets and they despise the prophets, right? And yes, yeah, somebody says some of them are false. You need to know that too. But for the authentic ones who truly heard God, because people don't understand the process, I've heard people say, ever since you prophesied to me, I've been going through hell. And they said it to me almost as if I caused it. And I'm like, well, you do know there's a shaking. You have read Ezekiel what, 36, the valley of the dry bones. You know that before life, there comes a storm. And so we have to go and teach that, right? So understand that there are blessings that will carry you through this season of manifestation. It's not just you going through, oh, woe is me, help me. People flipping on me. I don't handle it. Uh-uh, honey, you are covered. You are blessed. And you haven't seen nothing yet. Just keep holding on. Just be faithful. 
Consider being a partner of heaven. When Mary said, be it unto me, all of heaven applauded her. Listen to me carefully. Mary began this process with the, uh, the council of heaven, and she ended this process with the council of heaven. Are you hearing God? That's my mentor said, Apostle Franklin. Are you hearing God? Um, she Listen, God started it with her. He walked her through it, and he finished it in righteousness. I feel the presence of God. Heaven began this conversation with her. Heaven walked her through it. All the key people were involved. Everybody was in place, and heaven ended it. People of God, you're not, you're never alone when God is with you. Never. So when you say, yes, Lord, yes, I will birth this whatever, whatever it is. I'll birth this home Bible study group. I'll birth this play. I'll birth this business. I'll, whatever. Because, you know, I don't start, when I start naming stuff and you think your stuff got to be mentioned and what I name it. I don't know what God is doing. I don't know what, what you can. I don't know your fruit. I don't know your what's going on in your belly. Uh, but whatever it is, be a partner with heaven. Okay. Consider that there will be loss, people of God. There will be losses. There will be casualties. Casualties of war. Um, you will suffer loss. Just prepare for this. It's a part of the process. You're going to find some folk. Oh, boy, I'm telling you. <laughs> Ooh, you're going to find some folk. Some people you never thought in a million years would walk away from you. Will walk away from you. You better prepare yourself for it. You better prepare yourself for it. Some folk that you thought would, would listen, me and you was never part. You know, best friends ride or die. And you get to that season. And boom, shakalaka. <laughs> you look it up like, what I do? Don't question yourself. Is it me? What did I do? What, uh, you know, Lord, is it me? What have I done? Uh-uh, don't do that. This is a part of the process. Don't allow the enemy. Because now, they, listen, even though the enemy is not a part of this process, hear me carefully, you can invite him in, Right? My apostle said, Ivory Hopkins says, we don't get demons. You Listen, you invite demons because of what you do. In other words, there are things we do that demons are like, hey, we can attach ourselves to that thought, to that process, right? That's why we cast down imagination. You got to cast that down so you don't give the enemy room, give no place to the enemy. You can't give the enemy place. All right? So when you're going through this process, you got to be mindful and be uh, cognizant of what you're thinking. Oh, they flipping on me. It must be something wrong with me. No, baby. No, sister, my brother. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm in the process. It's messy right now. My God is a mess, right? But it's a glorious mess. There's glory coming after this. So walk through it. If they leave, listen, God bless you. May the good Lord, you know, don't even, you can't even hate. Listen. I don't know who just got delivered off of this one. There are some people that some of you have picked up a bitterness in your spirit. I don't, I'm hearing God. I don't know who this is for. But you have picked up a bitterness in your spirit. Because you are walking through this prophetic process. It was the one. And you were at one of the messiest points of this prophetic process. And you reached out to someone. And they didn't reach back out to you. And you became upset. And you felt some kind of way. And you allowed the enemy to plant a root of bitterness in your heart. And I'm here to let you know that it wasn't that that person didn't want to be there for you. God shut that door. Because in that season, God did not want you to lean Again, to their understanding, he wanted you to come to him. And they didn't have the grace for you in that season. Now, I'm not saying in a season to come, God will bring it around or whatever. Because God certainly brought Joseph back around. So there will be some people, some relationships you lose, right, uh, in this season. 
And remember Zechariah? He was his voice was muted. There will be some relationships. God will press pause and say, you know what, y'all can go back out of Red Lobster after you give birth. <laughs> after you after you you know, for those of us, like I said, mothers who give birth, you got that what six week recovery time. And listen, if you're a person like me, I'm just I, even now, y'all, I'm battling COVID. You know what I'm saying? Here I am teaching. Listen, when you when you, you just I'm just not one of those people that can sit still. And so when I would be in my recovery with my babies, I'm ready to go to the store, I'm ready to go back to church, I'm ready I'm just not one of those kind of I'm just not. I'm not one of those folks that can sit still. God has given me a true heart of industry and spirit of industry. Praise God. My spiritual was like, Mom, would you please stop? Well, they text me, please rest. The word is good, but please rest. And and I'm loving them like, y'all, I got to birth this out. I got to do it. Praise God. And listen, when I'm weak, God has made me strong. Praise God. And I'll cough and deal with this when I get done. And I'm, I'm healed by Jesus, by the blood of Jesus and his stripes. I'm healed. Praise God. So, but at any rate, you know, you have that recovery time where the doctors say, don't go out of the house, don't have relations with your spouse, you know, what have you. And because, again, you're healing. And so you have to understand what that looks like when you're in that healing stage of birthing. Um, yeah, you will be. You're going to feel like you're on house arrest. <laughs> you're going to be looking out the window wondering when you can go back out and play. And God was like, no, not right now. Well, God, can I call sister so-so? No, not right now. Well, God, can I go to the conference? No, not right now. Because you're healing. Okay, so you've got to learn how to, I like to say, key into the Holy Spirit. And you can't run and go do what everybody else is doing. You have to wait on God. All right, so consider your losses, relationship losses, sometimes opportunity losses, because there's some things you can't do when you're pregnant. Naturally and spiritually, there's some things you just cannot do when you're pregnant, when you are a care, when you are a glory carrier. Uh, no, I cannot. Sorry, I can't attend. No, I cannot return this call. No, I can't text you back. No, I'm not answering your inbox. No, I'm not Facebooking you. I mean, there's some things you because you got to preserve what you're carrying. All right, moving right along. So, uh, prepare for your gains. I told you, you're gonna be blessed. Don't don't overlook that. Yeah, you're gonna go through losses, but honey, you're gonna be blessed. God is gonna bless you. I'm telling you. He's going to he's going to make up for the losses. He's going to give you some real authentic genuine people. All right? He listen, Mary, Mary gave birth to to Jesus, but guess what? And she had children of her own outside of him. But let's look at the sons that she uh, that she inherited through Jesus. Do you know the prestige and the honor that this woman even at Jesus at, at Calvary Jesus told the Apostle John, he said, uh, son, behold your mother. She inherited. She, God multiplied her. So in your losses, understand God is going to multiply some things back to you. You're going to, um, the relationships that God is going to uh, forge and build for you. Honey, and forgive me for saying honey because I know I got fellas on here listening to, but <laughs> people of God, uh, th these new relationships are going <clears> to <throat> more than compensate. For the loss, you won't even miss that person. You won't even miss that opportunity. You will not miss it. God is going to make it. He's going to make it up. He's going to make it good for you. So don't worry about that, folks. That shut the door. Don't worry about that, young people. A little meme said, "Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. God is going to make it up for you. New relationships, okay? You're going to have mentors. You're going to have teachers. You're going to have folks. God is not going to leave you out there by him, sit by yourself. Remember, He's a good father. You will be provided for." God will, he will place that Elizabeth in your spirit. And listen, listen, and I, I, I taught this a couple days ago about relationships. I forget now which class it was, but it's on the Love Church um, page and it's on my YouTube, Love Church Charlotte. But I was talk, uh, talking about relationships being mutual. And listen, 
here's how you know you have an authentic relationship when both of you are benefiting both of you are being a blessing one to another it's not Elizabeth taking and Mary giving or Mary taking and Elizabeth you're both giving and blessing each other a beautiful David Jonathan relationship Naomi Ruth relationship beautiful relationships that God will give you God will do that for you alright so don't you you've had a bad friend you had a bad situation life happens life have forgive them because they didn't have the grace for what you needed it's not their fault that they didn't get that equipment <laughs> you see what I'm saying you know some cars listen you got your two-door cars you got your four-door cars and you got the monster trucks some some folks are lightweights I'm just saying it, it, you know and it, it's okay for certain seasons but in other seasons of your life you need I don't need a two-door hatchback I need a truck I need a train, I need a plane, I need, I need, you know, an army something, you know, for what you need. And so some relationships don't have the same capacity for certain seasons. And you'll learn that if you haven't already. Lastly, learn to fight in faith and believe God no matter what. No matter what. No matter how bumpy your ride is. No matter who leaves. No matter who goes. No matter what they say. No matter the accusations. Because you're going to get the accusations. Joseph had his. Mary had hers. You're going to have yours. Folks going to say all kinds of things out of the side of their neck. Folks going to talk about stuff. Oh, she moving because it's, oh, he moving. I mean, it, again, you can't, you can't blame folk for saying things when they haven't received the equipment. God has not given them that knowledge. So they're going to speak from a carnal space and a carnal place. You just, you just have to accept that. You just have to, that's just frail humanity at best. So you can't be moved by that. All right. So learn that no matter what, God is going to be there with you. He's going to see you through it. So, people of God, I'm done. I bless God for you listening. I pray that you have um, received the impartation of wisdom and counsel um, through this teaching tonight. I taught on um, how faith activates um, the prophetic release, the prophetic decree. And, you know, I've, I've walked you through what that process looks like, shared with you through the life of Mary, um, how, you know, some of our own experiences have been, you know, have been mirrored to what she went through. Gave you scriptures, Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38. If you want to look back at what happened between um, Elizabeth and Zechariah, then read that whole book of Luke. Um, and nevertheless, it's a rich context, and I believe it's a good foundational um, place for those of you who have received prophetic, um, have received prophecy and just kind of didn't know why things started going wrong. <laughs> you know, like... I was fine until I got that word. I was fine until the man of God said this or the woman of God said that. And it just seems like people started acting funny. And it seems like things started happening. And it seems like I started going up under attack. And yeah, let me validate for it, validate you for that. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> Ever since you got that word, you started going through some things. Maybe some attacks, but you certainly started going through a process. And it was not meant to destroy you. It was meant to bless you. It was meant to equip you, and meant to uh, meant to enable you or empower you to carry that baby to term. All right. So we love you. Here is a way to give and bless the ministry. Um, this is my church. I've been pastoring for going on 18 years. Love Church Charlotte. We're also on Facebook. Um, you can give by text 980-222-0126. You can cash app. That seems real easy for everybody to do these days. Our cash tag is TLC Charlotte. Okay. And I'll send a little heart back or something, um, you know, just to confirm that we've received it. Or you can go online and you can give at TLC or R. 
org slash giving um, and you can also screenshot it you may say you know what this message has blessed me and I just don't have it right now guess what God's gonna give it to you because he heard the desires of your heart I always say that I hear people say bless those who had bless those who didn't God works with seed he's he can't bless what you don't have even So even if you don't have it, believe God because he's going to give it to you because he heard the desires of your heart. And so if you need to screenshot this or jot something down, go ahead and do that. And when God blesses you because he will, you can um, go ahead and, and, and be a blessing to the ministry. If you want to uh, bless me, just say, oh my God, I just want to appreciate you for just being a blessing to us. Um, my uh, cash app is um, dollar sign Delisa R. Fields. Okay, and that's on my Facebook page, Delisa R. Fields, hashtag, if you want to um, sell directly to me. But nevertheless, we bless God for you, bless you for your giving, bless you for your time. Um, I'm going to upload this to our YouTube. It's going to be on my Soteria Prophetic Podbeam app. I'm going to share it um, so that you will have access to it whenever you need it. Listen, for those of you um, who are ministers, teachers, prophets, listen, reteach it. You know, I'm not one of those listen if, if you've heard some of my teachings and you've got your own your, you have your own influence of people your own church your own bible study group take this message write the notes down and reteach it <laughs> you didn't even have to call my name because it's more important for this word to get out as opposed to me knowing you know I, i'm not praise god it just there's no copyright on this kind of stuff. This came from the Holy Ghost. So you got your own prophetic group, prayer groups, Bible study group, whatever your thing is. Please teach this message. Go back and write the notes down. Listen to it two or three times and, and teach it in your own way. You're, the people that are connected to you, you know what they need. You know how they need it. You know the points that you need to emphasize a little more than others. Please um, you know, recycle this. Share it or whatever. Um, don't let it fall to the ground because we want to see people... Um, manifest prophecy. We, God wants his word to come to pass. So, praise God. We love you. We love you in Jesus. We bless God for you. We'll come back. I don't ever announce times because my life doesn't work like that. <laughs> I just have to take an opportunity when I have it and run with it. So I, I never know when I'm going to go live. I, you know, it just when I have a moment, I'm like, okay, I'm going. So I, I'm sorry if I can't set a schedule. My life just doesn't work like that. Um, but at any rate, I thank you and bless you for catching me. And um, for your comments, I'll go back and look at them in a little bit because I'll get distracted. And, um, and I'm going to get some rest. So God bless you. We love you. May all go well with you and yours. May you have a blessed and prosperous and healthy new year in Jesus' name. God bless you.